0: Etancha, uh, Senator Smith, and members of the community committee, uh, appreciate the time. My name is Robert Larson. Most folks call me Deuce when you get to know me, and it is my honor and privilege to serve as the president of the Lower Sioux Indian Community in the state of Minnesota want to say again, Padamia, thank you for allowing me to give my community a voice before the United States Senate Committee on Indian Affairs to discuss investing in Native communities. I do want to echo, though, that I understand time constraints, but there are 11 distinct voices that should be heard at these hearings. Uh, I just want to echo that out. Our community, though small, is a sovereign and federally recognized tribe in southwestern Minnesota, about an hour and a half west and south of here, Of in Minnesota, or the Minnesota Makoche, which was our original homelands, this whole state that is called Minnesota now, reduced to less than our, what do we have, 1,700 acres is our reservation, and our name for that area is chanxiapi which translates to where they mark the trees red despite various federal laws and policy that have been aimed to extinguish our people and some still on the books today our citizenship is thriving the lower sioux has experienced a 70 percent growth since 2000 with over one-third of our citizens under 18 and almost half under 50. We thrive despite being exiled in our own homelands, homelands that predate the establishment of the United States. Our people risk death to continue to live here, and the fact that we are still here and flourishing is a testament to the strength of our ancestors and the Dakota people. Our goal as leadership for Cha Sheaapi is to always think and act while keeping in mind the next seven generations. We're encouraged that this act supports specific infrastructure needs and is a tangible example of federal trust responsibility to the tribal nations. This legislation helps support our community as we continue to thrive with our goals of improving infrastructure. Shayapi intends to use the available funding from the bipartisan infrastructure law to support our endeavors to strengthen sustainability, notably in areas of broadband and wastewater treatment. When our community was shut down due to the COVID 19 pandemic, we, like many governments, communities, and businesses, became more reliant on the internet to continue operations. Having reliable inter- high speed internet is critical for our continued growth. Our local broadband company self identifies providing available, reliable coverage, but in reality, that's not the case. Currently, the community has developed a broadband fiber installation plan to improve connectivity for the community citizens living here. Our goal is that all community citizens living on the reservation will have access to high quality, reliable internet service. And after completing a feasibility study in the summer of 2020, our hope is to ultimately have fiber broadband installed and operational soon. We also struggle with the inadequate housing, which according to HUD's own study we are 87 units short of the community's need with our efforts to build stronger broadband services in our small land base we need to ensure the future development does not create any inequity in accessing reliable broadband as our population grows we have discovered our current wastewater treatment facility cannot accommodate our needs much longer it's critical that the community builds a new wastewater treatment facility And again we're encouraged with these efforts to us water is sacred a life giver and vital to our growing community the interconnectedness of our people and the waters of our of our nation are tantamount to our identity and play a key role in our cultural traditions we currently have a small project that would would allow construction of individual sanitation facilities for three new and other category homes including Homes we're building with hempcrete that we hope to get started this year. We're growing our own and having a facility to make the hempcrete. With our growing population, the demand will only continue to rise. These systems are costly and critical to ensure safe living conditions for the health and welfare of our citizens and to prevent overcrowding in homes, which often can inundate existing systems. Funding from this bipartisan infrastructure law supports the community's sustainability efforts and supports Chao Shayapi's official vision that the Lower Sioux Indian community is a healthy, safe, and happy community, grounded and guided by Dakota culture, traditions, and language, where every person contributes to a diversified social and economic life. The people grow, adapt, and innovate together through opportunities that span the generations and seek continuous success. And out of respect for the time, our written testimony has more information. Uh, Vital infrastructure needs related to the endeavors that will support job opportunities and road safety measures. We're very appreciative, appreciative of every member of Congress who supported this bill. The community also thanks Senator Smith's office for keeping us apprised and for providing more information about the community, the many funding opportunities that come from this historic law. The community also thanks Chair Schatz and the entire Senate Committee on Indian Affairs for the invitation to testify before you today. Padami Addo. Thank you very much, Terrell Larson. I appreciate that. I also want to just uh, note and uh, give greetings to uh, Grand Portage Chair uh, Duchamp. Thank you for being here. Um, All of the Minnesota tribal leaders are going to have an opportunity to join together for a working lunch with the committee um, after this and I look forward to that as well. I'll now turn to the Honorable Brian Newland for your testimony.